Genesis 1 verse 1 in the beginning in the in the bini in the beginning yeah in the in in, uh, in the in, in the beginning yeah in 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 the beginning in the beginning in the in the beginning welcome to your life there's no turning back even while we sleep we will find you acting on your best behavior turn your back on mother nature everybody wants to rule the world oh mate i'm fucking sick hey from that uh, vaccine. The vaccine fucked me. What you, I had to get my second dose. What do you mean it fucked you? You had, just, you had your second, uh, wait, Pfizer? Well, I realised after after the first one I was still sick. And then they said, oh, if you're sick, don't have another one. And I was like, well, why not? Get it over with in one hit. <laughs> and when I went to get the shot, they were like, you sound sick. And I'm, I'm fine. I'm just nasally. It's anxiety. Like, it's just my nature. I'm just nervous. Yeah. And then they just... Jab me up. And I was like, well, because why would you do that? You wait a week to get sick, uh, healthy, and then get sick again off the stupid vaccine. You might as well throw it all in to the one pot, see if you're worth living like a Roman baby on a, a mound. Can you make it? Yeah, and you still, and now you feel just sick. Uh, oh, man, it's not a big deal. Hey, I'm fine. What are you up to, you fuck? Have you had your vaccine? Have you just, had both? Just the, no, the first AstraZeneca one, but i got to wait to get the... Uh, the second one. I gotta wait eight. What how long do you have to wait? Six weeks? No, it's like twelve weeks. So I get it in October. What a joke. Why would you get AstraZeneca? <laughs> Awful. <laughs> Cause they wouldn't let me get the Pfizer one. And I didn't I didn't care to wait anymore. Dude, aren't you getting sick of the media? They're like, thirty year old man dies. And then you read the article, he's basically a fucking uh, vegetable. Invalid. <laughs> he's like lying there in his own shit and piss beforehand and someone someone accidentally threw a needle at him with some AstraZeneca and then they're like, Oh, the other vaccine killed him. Dude, it's such a misrepresentation. <laughs> Every article is like world's most retarded man dies from vaccine <laughs> that's what they should write because no dude because they lead they lead with the article 30 year old dies from covid and so you're imagining like uh chest thumping is just won uh a, a bronze low medal well, you're ma- then, yeah you're you imagining know, that- you you're imagining like oh some healthy guy who's out yeah, there yeah, yeah not me but someone healthy, <laughs> someone and, healthy. Then, and, then, <laughs> and then and then you read in the article and they're like yeah he's fucking his brain was like jello from birth. Um, he was spoon fed. He was living off a straw. Um, to be honest, he almost died from uh, just having too much sleep one day. They couldn't wake him up again. He, he, he almost died. He almost died from having to lift his arm up to put the needle into it. He went into convulsions. And they say, what, "What was his name?" Oh, we never named him because he was so retarded. His parents didn't own him. They just left. Him. They thought he was just jelly at the bottom of the, the vagina. They didn't even know it was a, a human. He just got left. At the hospital and we've been raising it. It's been in a coma for 30 years. We just feed it a, a, a one one pee a day and it's died from COVID. You better get your vaccine. You're going to get fucked up. The vaccine's coming, baby. The virus. The virus is going to fuck you. 
Oh man, how are you? I'm good, man. Dude, I just pa- I passed that exam, hey? Made a mockery of it. Oh yeah, you're a, you're an official. Uh, what was it the face ear exam? Oh, they had the face ear exam, thirteen to sixteen week course, and I um just to see how shit it was. I did six days study, including <laughs> two days. Uh, Wait, so so hold on. It's about it's supposed to be it's supposed to be sixteen weeks to get past the face ear. Oh, some shit like they go uni 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 level exam, and some of the, some of the mates like or people I know in the industry that are like. Have been in it for 40 years, failed twice. I did six days. Two of those included uh, blackout drinking days where I lay in the bed <laughs> and then read it and still passed. So I'm like, what is the standard of financial services out there? Do you know what I mean? Would, I'd just love to see the timeline of them creating little palm cards, trying to learn, struggling to get the, to the exam because they can't open their door because they forget how to use the key. And then me just lying around drunk, <laughs> eating Hungry Jacks and just looking at a quick flick and then you're through. You must be so annoying to be that dumb, don't you think? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So what's, what's in the exam? Oh, dude, it was full on, hey. It's a three and a half hour exam. Really? But the thing with uh, all knowledge is, and as I always say, it's not been updated. So finance is the same. Yeah. So I don't care what you fucking call it. I've read it because you haven't written anything new in a hundred years, you fuckhead. So don't fucking go. It's the same out. shit. It's that Adam Smith stuff, right? It's a new day. What's the, what's the Adam What's the Adam Smith thing? Ah, uh, fucking invisible hand. Oh, right, the invisible hand that guides the market. That, that's you know that's that's there fucking you. There's an invisible hand, but you know what the thing is? It's invisible cock. I tried to do that bit. I go, they go, the market's invisible. If it's an invisible hand, how do you know it's not a dick fucking you? How do you even know it's a hand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're never going to laugh. No one knows what the fuck I'm talking about. Of course about. not. It's inside baseball for finance. <laughs> who's, who's laughing? Man, that would have killed at an accounting corporate. They would have loved that shit. That would be amazing. People are like, who's Adam Smith? Is he a footier? Footballer? Is he a netball player? Does he play rugby union? You're not having heard of him. But anyway, man. Wait, where, 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 when is Adam Smith from? Do you know what the hardest part was? Oh, answer my question. When, when is Adam Smith from? No one wants to. Dude, he's from dude. the fucking 1700s. Holy yeah, yeah, shit. Totally. They, haven't, they haven't come up with anything new since the 1700s. The hardest part of the exam was there was a big ethics bit and they would try say um, honest or trustworthy. And it's the sort of that is delineated these words just on their definition. And what when you, I was out the front, I spoke to another you, wait, guy. Wait, what do you mean? What do you mean? Honest or trustworthy for what? Well, well, basically they would have they have five sections and yeah. then twelve different types of ethics. And so what you do is you stare at it and they go like, "This guy's done this, this, and that. Would that fall under section three or section nine? Is it dishonest or is it not trustworthy?" And I'm like, "Oh." Does it really matter, cunt? Like, oh, right. I, I, spoke, I spoke to a guy at the front whose mate's a QC lawyer and he goes, this fucking, this new ethics thing's collapse on itself because uh, the words all count- contradict. It's right. just like a dumbass that's trying to like delineate things on, on terminology. Just but, like, like really pedantic. Oh, like- yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so what you have to do is just, you know, look, just don't take money from a disabled pensioner. Don't take money from that guy that died from the vaccine that right. eats peas. Yeah, yeah. But then you've got to say, <laughs> is it section three or is it section eight? And I'm like, is that relevant or is that something you created? Because I don't think it's relevant, <laughs> but I think it's, I think it's something you've created, isn't it? Really? 
Do you know what I mean? Uh, over and above of it. Do I know what to do? Yes. So do I need to then? But yeah, man. So I was pretty stoked to get through and make a mockery of it. Wipe my ass with the, dis- yeah, yeah. the qualification. <laughs> it would have been really bad for you if you had, if you'd failed it. You would have been like, ah. Dude, the head of fuck. the head of Bell Pat, the head of Bell Bell Potter failed. So that big guy in his Porsche going, it'll be fine. I'm a great salesman with his gold tooth. <laughs> What's happened, mate? And he's like, it's actually it's more tricky than you think. Uh, it's very hard. Dude, I love the cognitive dissonance of going back. You, man, you would have been doing it too if you had failed and you would have gone back and been like, oh, well, man, I didn't get to put as much time in as I like. And, you know, oh, they're being yeah, really yeah, stringent. Totally. And they've actually updated a lot of stuff since Adam Smith now. The Invisible Hand, it's not all about that anymore. Do you know what I love about it? That's it. So I've done that now. So now I'm competent and I'll never do another course again. I'm like, until the next fucking bank scandal i'm like it is just so absurd to me I, I did their stupid exam this was the best i did the trial exam straight away when they sent it and i got 46 percent just guessing just on logic and what's passing what's passing 50 was a pass 50, you know they funny? only need you to get 50 no no you spent so really you only really spent 16 hours getting four extra percent no dude i don't know what the actual percentage was to pass but it was a 40 percent pa- fail rate 40% of financial... Uh, so what, think about this. 40% of finance, uh, financial advisors... And these are people already in financial services. These are people that have been doing it. So you're already like a professional. Fuck. 40% of them failed. And I passed and I had two days blackout drunk. And I still passed. <laughs> so I'm like, how dumb are these guys? How dumb are these people? <laughs> It's actually scary. What do you get with the facier thing? Like, what's the nothing, man? But yeah, but what does it? What does it do? It's, it just allows you to continue. It just allows you to trade. At the end of the year, you you get suspended if you don't have it. It's a bit like a, right. a vaccine passport or a license. It just, it's your it's like it's like your little uh, your little trading license to keep trading. Well, it just means that you can stay you can stay in the industry. So yeah. some of these guys that must be freaking out because. But who cares, man? It's just the same shit over and over until you die. Life is very tedious. Do you just keep taking it over and over again until you pass? Or, like, is there a limited number of No, times? no, no, you're out. There's a timeline and then you're gone. Fuck. So you have to tell your wife and she goes, what do you mean you failed? Oh. And they're like, you've been working in the industry for 35 years. And they're like, I don't know what's happened. It's, uh, it's a fucking conspiracy. <laughs> I went in there. No, but the thing is, they're weeding out the rats because there are a lot of people in the industry that have no professional background. Some of them don't have uni degrees. They just did this RG147 or some fucking, I forget what one it is, 47. But they've done that 146. But they've, they've done just one pissy. It's like the mortgage brokers, man. Yeah. They've done one pissy qualification. I did mortgage broking course uh, in two days in Hong Kong. Yeah. Just drinking. I went there and thought, I might as well see, I'll get this. Um, as a side thing And I, I It took me Saturday, Sunday To do their whole And then I'm a qualified Mortgage broker Do you understand How, how fucked And yeah. that's their whole job Yeah Because so, what do they do Fill out forms Yeah And they, they always give you To the same bank Whoever's incentivized to them And one of the things I want Is they say Oh well the Brokers aren't giving Proper advice I'm like they should do a review on mortgage brokers. And if you've cookie-cutted your advice at every cunts with Bank West or Commonwealth Bank, I don't know how you justify how every client of yours, that's the best mortgage, and yeah. then say that you're adding value. And then ethically say, oh, yeah, I should get five grand up front and a trailing commission to put everyone at Bank West so I can get the golf day and the free fucking PlayStation for most <laughs> referrals that year. 
<laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yes, of course. If they did an inquiry and go, okay, well, so you provide a service, so on that basis, it should be tailored. So the mortgages cannot always be with the same person, otherwise you're actually not providing any service. And they'd be like, oh, we've got a problem. <laughs> we only ever give them to Bank West because I get better deal with them because I give them so many. Yeah. And do you know what I mean? And I've got the gold car- card and I get free fucking Qantas Virgin Lounge, you know, entry. And then you're like, well, so you're actually just looking after yourself and then taking an upfront commission and trailing. And they're like, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's fuck. <laughs> At least you've done their mortgage broking course that took me two days. Wow. You must have fucking know a lot. Do you know what I mean? I honestly did it in two days, dude. Stop playing with the plastic water bottle. I'm not going to be able to edit that noise out. It's going to be a real pain. Okay. Doesn't that mean that you should, if 40% of uh, people have in the industry have failed this course, doesn't that mean that you should be in the wealthiest 60%? What's happened there? There seems to have been some kind of miscommunication between your bank account and your ability to pass this Uh, exam. Well, one of the things with bank accounts, man, is they go up (laughs) and they go down. (laughs) And one of the things you'll find with a bank account is... um, Someone with no ambition <laughs> would chase uh, a small suburban house and that would be their intention. Yeah. Someone with uh, loftier ambitions might <laughs> find themselves up and down at moments when living in suburbia wasn't really the target. <laughs> so the early shot, when you're, trying to, when you're trying to launch to the moon, you might have a few <laughs> rocket fails. When your whole goal is to work at NASA just doing the coffees... You might have a pretty good run, right? You go, oh, I've got a nice car. I work there. But if you're trying to be the monkey, you're trying to be the monkey in the space shuttle hitting Mars. Yeah. You're Rest assured, a few times the rocket might explode in your face, depending on your, on, on your level of ambition. What I'm saying to you is I do find that now, though, man. I run into mates and they're all doing so well. But then also they're doing so awfully because they have no – they've got a massive glass ceiling. There's nothing in there. Mm. It's, w- wake up McFly It's like yeah oh, Steady fucking journey Can't wait to read your memoirs <laughs> About your slow paying off of a mortgage Lick my balls man <laughs> Don't you think yeah. He came He lived He paid off his mortgage steadily And he was a very very keen golfer In the later years You have, you have lofty ambitions Like the death camps That's what you want I want to. I want to get enough money to affect to affect social change. So bring down <laughs> capitalism and uh, segregate a minority and and uh, death camp. This episode of the Sure Thing podcast is brought to you by Dexamphetamine. Hell yeah, I'm living life in the fast lane. Man, have you seen? Have you been looking at the China going after or the Chinese Communist Party going after the billionaires? It is fucking. Mental dude. What are you talking about? How they wiped out that um, that actress? Yeah, that they man. They just rubbed rubbed her whole life, and she's just gone. Yeah, Zhao Wei, Zhao Wei, this billionaire actress turned like business mogul. They overnight scrubbed her like her name from every 
Like every website, they got rid of her. What from, have they done with the movies though? They're gone. All the movies are gone. The TV shows. No, but but is she is the movie's still there? But there's someone else in it. No, 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 no. Or they no, just they, actually gone. They're gone. They've gone from streaming services. Her Weibo's been deleted. They've uh, the man. They've made this. Uh, Xi Jinping's put this new thing in place. If you have like a fan club for a celebrity or something, you have to register it nationally. So there's a national database to make sure that there are no fan clubs uh, or or, or uh, communities like of fans that get bigger than the. What a great move, man! Of the, they get bigger than Xi Jinping's fan base. He wants to make sure he is the most popular, no matter what. It's fucking nuts, dude. This actually ties into what we've said on the pod before that. That Jen, Gina Reinhardt just staring at numbers is, is just the work of a psychopath. Like the fact that you have one one seven one 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 seven 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 one 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 and no access of actually uh, no ability to convert that into anything meaningful because it just sits there as a number is despicable to be a human being on this planet and to just have a large number sitting there because you even buying houses, prostitutes, drugs, <laughs> you can't make any dent on that number. <laughs> So the fact that you just like jacking off to a random number that exists in the sky that you can't actually use in one lifetime is uh, despicable, mm -hmm. really, mm. as a human being. To go, well, why do you want that? And I'm like, I want the number higher. One, 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 seven. I want my number. I want the number pi. I need pi in a, in a fictitious world. Because there's a point where you earn so much money that it becomes absurd because it's meaningless to you besides giving you a little tingly dick from the power. Yes. Unless you do what I want, which is like you buy up real estate. Say, say Perth, right? Right. You're a trillionaire. Yeah. You just buy every house on realestate.com at a 10% premium and you buy out the whole city. And then people are forced into the rental market and you slowly enslave everyone. Because <laughs> there's no option to buy property because they go, as soon as it's up, fucking 900,000. Wolf's offered 1.1 just to fuck us. We can't fucking buy anything. He's put a trillion dollars and he's just red ringed. Uh, ring barked every area near resources. So if you have to be working in the mines in any country in the, on, the, on, on the planet, you have to rent from me <laughs> because I own every property. And then I inflate it. Do you know what I mean? And, uh, and the value of property goes through the fucking roof because you, you suddenly need $35 million for a one-bed apartment. Do you know what I mean? Because there's none available. And you're like, I just don't want to pay that cunt. He owns everything. <laughs> Do you like this theory? I think it's a good theory, man. I think that you should. Uh, well, I, I just, I don't. It's not dissimilar to what is, uh, what's, what's being done by the CCP, and it's beginning to blow my mind more and more. They had the, the dude, the, the founder of Alibaba as well. He's been scrubbed from public life, like he's, he's disappeared. I, and I, I don't understand what, like, Xi, Xi Jinping is just becoming uh, Mao Zedong two point it's his, his, it seems to be yeah, his yeah, whole yeah. goal is Mao Zedong 2.0. But how can, how can we become that? Dude, they still love Mao Zedong. Like, I've got, I've got, you've, I've got my lighter. My, the one that I got in Hong Kong, it has a big picture of Mao on, on the lighter. And he's, like, got a big happy face on. And they're like, yeah, Mao. It's, dude, he killed 30 million people making you, uh, like, making all the farmers get rid of their farming utensils. Yeah, and yeah. And all their fucking tools to make shitty backyard steel. And then he yeah. fucking organized a cultural revolution and destroyed the very fabric of society they just they killed teachers they killed everyone they killed everyone dude the thing is like 
I probably prefer that regime to what we're in with all the do-gooders and the Karens. Every fucking gig I've got, people have... Have you realised that they're yelling at you? You can't say that! And they've... They, how's that not sheepish behaviour, ma'am? This idea that you have to have the same opinion as everyone else? People are so shocked. Oh, I'm too... Because I had a corporate, you would have loved it. Mm. And I, I can give you the audio of it. I said, I'm, I'm sensing there's a big gap between what you want to hear and what I want to fucking talk about. And I said, the problem is I'm not willing to cross that gap because I don't respect you as people. So I'd rather burn this fucking gig to the ground, you cunts. And it was so good. I was like, I know one thing. You guys don't think I'm funny, but I know for a fact you aren't because you work at the Department of Education in IT, you fuckheads. And then, um, but the guy at the back... Had a light. They were waving. The guy that booked it, yeah. get off. I'm headlining. Yeah. It's 10 in. You must get out. And then when I got off, I go, what? Was He's not happy. I said, sorry, man. I don't know what happened. And then he was like, he, you've, he wants you to go. Like, as in you have to leave. You have to leave the event. But there was a guy before, there was a guy before me that walked half the room who's a pig. Like he's a guy in Perth that's like sued another comic. He's... He, he, he said some heinous shit, so that didn't help. By right. the time I came in, it was half empty yeah. and people were in shock because he had said, on the topic, he had said a lot of trans hate, right? which has been a scary thing, man, because we did that last episode no, we and didn't I don't think it's been well received. We didn't hate on anybody. I, I got a message from on Twitter, someone saying, oh, I saw the title as a trans listener, very interested to listen. And I'm like, I didn't at any point tried to be offensive there. I was just playing around with the idea of being funny about naming shit or the semantics, just exploring the idea. There was actually no malice to what I was saying. I just thought it's funny to see, like, what you could do with a joke. Yeah. Because we had it on the weekend. Someone was talking and they said Nigaroni, Nigaroni or whatever the drinks. Yeah. And then I realised with comics, like, we would never have gone this way, but suddenly you're, you're riffing. You've got Oprah Winfrey shit. You've got stuff in there. But I'm like... Comics just go anywhere and then just try to work the bag and see if they can come up with a joke. Do you know what I mean? So it's like... Yeah, of course. The trans stuff, I don't know. Did, we, did, you, did you get any feedback from the, uh, p- from the listeners? I said to the person that posted it, I said, well, let me know your thoughts. Yes, you did. You said, uh, oh, Lord, please let me know your thoughts. Nothing. And no response. <laughs> and the ratings, the ratings have fucking plummeted. On that episode. No, they haven't. They're fine. Dude, I just... Jesus Christ. Do you know what some people have to realise? What? That we are not all sheep and they have no right to tell me what my opinion is. Like, fuck you. I'm an adult. I can say whatever I want and think what I want. Unfortunately to you, not everyone's looking to be part of the herd. Some people want to be a black wolf that rips shit apart. And I'm like, how dare you tell me to come and stand with the flock? Fuck off. Don't you think? <laughs> I mean, I guess so, yeah. How dare you? Who's t- who's telling you? What are these people telling you? No, but you? just this ideology that as a collective, well, everyone thinks that. Well, yeah, exactly. Fuck off. Not everyone's the same. I will never line up with your fucking thing. And to be honest, I was talking to a comic about it and I was like, pre-seatbelts, bad driver, I wore seatbelts all the time. Seatbelt law, you got to wear seatbelts. Immediately I stopped wearing it. Just out of antagonism, I was like, fuck you. And then I got a, I got fined once for no seatbelt and I drove from that fine with no seatbelt and got fined immediately after. And I, I knew I needed a seatbelt, but it was the principle that they were so dumb that they thought, oh, we've got to regulate because they're so dumb. They wouldn't put seatbelts on. Made me think, you know what? 
I'm done with seatbelts. I'd rather fucking die than live in a world where you patronise me and tell me I have to wear a helmet when I'm an escape. But of course I do. I don't want a head injury, but don't make it a law or I'll never do it again. Because I, I will do the opposite of what you say until I die because I hate authority. Right. Yeah, but you've kind of trapped yourself with that thinking, don't you think? I don't trap myself, you know why? No, you have trapped yourself. You've trapped yourself into, like, you you have to take uh, an oppositional uh, position. Yeah. Well, I don't do it all the time, but what I'm saying to you is it's a bit like the game of karma. Uh, people say, oh, there's karma. But, yeah, karma doesn't win. It only wins if you give up. If they, you know, something bad happens to you, so then you burn a school down. And then <laughs> something worse happens to you, and then you're like, okay, I fucking, I'm going to start doing uh, breaking answers and murdering people. Like, we'll see who wins this fucking game. We're all in. And they're like, speeding fine. Okay, firebomb at a school. Then, uh, you know what I mean? Oh, you stub your toe because of the firebomb at the school. Now I'm going to poison the fucking drinking water of Perth. Okay, so let's see whether karma can beat me. As long as you don't give up, it's a battle to the death. Karma versus me. Yeah. And that's where I'm at right now in my life. I just don't know who's attacking you when it seems so obvious Karma. to everyone else that you're kind of attacking yourself. I'm not attacking myself. You I'm are. I'm saying... You are attacking yourself. I love the idea that group think... They think because everyone thinks that they're right, but that exam that I just did proves that the collective is almost every time wrong. So when you go and assure each other, now we're all doing this, we're all doing this... But bank on the fact you're wrong because I guarantee you group, a group of people is normally wrong because have you seen how dumb people are? As an average, if you go down to Perth Park and ask most people a decision point, that, that 80 people, so say you got 100 there, 80 yeah. will say it's definitely going to be this and they'll, all, they'll be wrong because of their IQ. Yes. But they'll all assure themselves. Do you know what I mean? It's like when you do those panic rooms. Those escape rooms. If you go in with a group of mates, you always fail. You're better off by yourself because uh, collectively you're dumber. <laughs> Do you not think? Yeah. Oh, maybe. Yeah. But you can sit in a group assignment. You never get an A unless four don't do anything and the one Chinese guy does the whole assignment. Does everything. If you work as a group, you can't get better than a C because your the water is diluted yep. by those uh, dumb fucks. Yeah, but I'm asking specifically who is attacking you on what points? At gigs where people are saying, ah, ah, it's offensive. Ah, you don't scared? <laughs> don't say that. We know who? what funny who is. Who is saying this to you? Other comics? <laughs> okay, well, going into that Corporate gig. Yes. The bad reaction. Okay. So like I have come, I did two theater gigs. I've done two gigs with Sasha Barrico and Rove. They're loving it. They're like, we've never seen, uh, Sasha loved it. Said uh, great laugh per minute. It's fucking excellent. Well, you shouldn't listen to him. That's wrong. That's the, that's the, that's the group thought right there. So then, so then I go from there <laughs> to 18, well, there are only 18 left <laughs> IT workers from the department of education. <laughs> who stand as a group and go, not funny. I'm like, well, I've fucking done the, I've done the survey. Fuck but this, you're talking about survey again. You're going back to group. You're going to another group. What I'm group. saying to you is they, they tried to conclude that it was offensive, but it's not. Because 
I was saying I was saying that the, the their decision as a collective they just decided oh we don't like him. Yes. But they were very wrong. But and you I know what you're saying. You're trying to flip the argument on me and say, well I, then all groups are no, wrong. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that uh I'm saying that there's a there's a non-issue. You just had a bad gig. Like some I didn't guy have came, a bad gig. Listen, oh, oh, okay, it was a fucking great gig. That was your best gig. Everyone loved you. That was a good what gig. I'm, what I'm saying to you is what? the cunt con- was it a good gig or a bad gig? It was sucked. Okay, right. So you had a bad gig, but that's the extent of it. There's no attack. There's no. There's no one's attacking you. It was just a shit gig. Who cares? Some guy fucking walked half the room beforehand. Oh, that's fine. But what I what I tried to do on um, stage. Yes. Was to educate them to the fact that they <laughs> that they were wrong. That what was left there. Educate them. How are you going to educate them? Some guys come out and just, like done transphobic care for ten minutes, walked half the room, and you're like, I am going to re-educate these people on what it means to be funny. James Smith, who did Conan, saw me do it, and we did. I'm probably done it in the pod where I um, was bombing at an open mic early on. Yes, and I the bit failed, and then I said, okay. Oh, is it fucked, is it? Is it fucking mad, is it? And then I got out on my phone the exact same bit, played it into <laughs> played the microphone, yeah, 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 getting an applause yeah. break, and was like, oh. <laughs> 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 And did that win? Did that win? Did it, did it turn no, they hated me. Of course they, hated they me. did. And then I said to them, I said, I said, even more, how many do you want to listen to? <laughs> <laughs> And just stood there and kept. I, I only played one, but I should have played forty of them. And go, <laughs> and just stared at them and said, "Do you know how dumb you are as a group? You as a group would die because you've collectively decided to be so stupid." I'm like, I don't know who the alpha in this room is, but you're dumbass. <laughs> Do you like this? I hate this. <laughs> I just think you're finding. Uh, you're finding vitriol. You're finding evil in places that there is no evil. There's no one. No one is out to attack you. Like you're becoming. You're becoming paranoid at the at the idea of of uh, people collectively or like, there's whispers and people are saying no. No one's criticizing. I didn't think they were trying to attack me. I was just trying to explain. No, to not them. them specifically. I mean, as a whole, as like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I was trying to to to, to do, which is hard to understand, <laughs> is that when you're in a group. Sometimes, you know, say you're lost in the desert and you've got 100 people there, there's a very good chance you'll head the exact wrong direction. And I was just giving them, letting them know that on this occasion <laughs> that they're heading <laughs> south but they, head, they think they're heading north towards water. And I was like, you understand where you're at right now? What's happened in the group thing that it's gone the wrong way? But you're unaware of it? And I said, you'll never understand that, but I'm aware of it and that's why I'm yelling at you. Okay. So, like, that's where we're at. And that's why I said uh, that bit. Uh, there's a gap of what you want to hear and what I want to talk about, and I'm not going to fill it. So, fuck off. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? How, how are the Sasha Baron Cohen gigs? How was gigging with Bora? Oh, dude, it was good. But, like, the man, the guy, the guy is that classic famous guy. Because you're excited. You go, oh, fucking Bruno's coming down. <laughs> and then when you, when you arrive, what is Bruno? Like, fucking homophobic sort of character playing up to the gay stereotype with some bigotry and a bit of anti-Semitic jokes in there. Yes. <laughs> Fucking death camp concentration. Go. Anyway, so he comes. He's got all his bounces. So you can't get anywhere near the prick. When he arrives, um, do, do you know what I mean? He arrives um, through the fire exit. 
there's yep. big bounces there and because it's uh, he's there, they're real rude with you. Put your drink there and you want to go, go fuck yourself because you hate authority and fight him, but you've got to respect the venue. And then he um he runs on stage, does his horse shit, and then, um, and then runs straight off and leaves. And I'm like, he has little engagement with the acts. And what I was saying is I hate those privileged um, – Comics, like Jim Jeffries, when he comes, he's in the green room, someone takes a shit in there, asks if they can flush, he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. This guy, because he's from fucking Eaton or whatever, it, so many people do this when they get famous and it's sort of like they forget where they came from. Like you have the arts. The way I was trying to describe it to other comics is like you're at a festival, you're all out the gate, you want to break in. Sasha's jumped the fence, he's run into the, uh, you know, into Glastonbury. And then he runs immediately to bouncers, points us out, and we're all arrested. That is his approach to dealing with people. Because we do comedy as well, right? Not well. But I'm, I would think that if I was a famous comedian, yeah. that he locked the green room, you're not allowed in the green room, that I would say, just give one minute and go, hey, mate, I'm sorry about your life. I'm very grateful <laughs> that I was fortunate. I'm very grateful that my act... The homophobic character. Oh, do you know what I was thinking as well? How's the gay character, man? It's always the fucking... F- oh, he loves fashion. He loves fashion. You know what I think they need a show? It's called Queer Eye for the Queer Guy. Queer Eye for the Gay Guy. Where it's five queer guys that go and find a fat IT worker from the Department of Education who's also gay and go like, you're disgusting with flakes. <laughs> and he goes, you got to wear a scarf. Like, why is it always the gay boys come in and help the hetero boys? Why can't it be a gay boy helping another gay boy? But you'd be like, what do you mean? If he's gay, why wouldn't he be dressing well? I don't understand the stereotype. They dress well. All gayies wear, they wear nice, slimy shit. Do you know, can you understand? And then what's what's his Borat character? Just punching down on some fucking on Eastern European. Yeah, well, we've covered that, haven't we? We've covered that in our whole... Did we do that last week? No, we've covered that in our whole piece on being able to do the Chinese accent. Dude, but I was saying, like, so... Uh, you know where his character came from? Because he went to Eton or some shit. He would have had Prince Harry mocking him about his uh, being Arab. What's that smelly food? And he would, go, he would have had to go, it's nice, it's nice, and play up to their stereotype. <laughs> Borat was written by his high school bullies, privileged people that went fox hunting, and that's where it came from. It's nice. Come again. I'm a gold hider. I fucked them. Do you know I wanted to actually do, I thought about doing it on the second night, going on before him, dressed as Borat or someone else, Kozak from Estonia, and go, I fucked my goat. She got a rump bump. Well, I love it. Do you know what I mean? And do like his, and then change to all his characters. Fucking the goat because I'm fucking peasant from the hills. All Eastern Europeans are fuck, fuck, We rape our daughter. We have no money. Our currency is fucking goat milk. Do you know what I mean? And then he would have been going, who the fuck's doing me on stage? Then he might speak to me after. He goes, you did a really bad version of Ali G. What up, bra? What up, bra? And then, what up? Check it out, bra. Nah. Nice, bra. Nice. And then he does his goat herder. We pay with cheese in our fucking Himalayan cave. And then his Bruno, Bruno, bleach my asshole. I'm a good dresser. Great fucking shit. Put it in the bin. What do you think? Put it in the bin, you fuckface. 
What do you reckon? Yeah, it's good. <laughs> nice, nice. Estonian cave. And so what did you actually do? Did you, you get... have sex with a fucking stick? I put a stick on my mama. Paddle pop. Did you at least get one It's Nice out? Oh, dude, I got fucked. First show, they go like, whatever you do. I arrived, they were like, took my phone off me. Which pissed me off immediately because I have to talk to comics now because I can't just text. <laughs> and then um, <laughs> then they go, please, whatever you do, don't mention it before or after. You don't mention it ever that this ever happened ever again, including after the gig, which is obviously what I'm doing right now, so it's not good. <laughs> and then then they said, um, then they said, don't mention who's coming up. So when I did my one, I did one bit, and I go drugs, and they go. I go, they're nice. I said it on stage. Totally bombed. It's nice. And um, no one knew what I was talking about. Of and it was like not. the set just – but I thought smart people would have assumed when they uploaded that he's on Bustleton Jetty at the exact time the gig was announced and it was a private gig and they got emailed three days before that it wasn't Hannah Gadsby with nine bounces demanding your phone, so that it would have to be someone from the US and there was only one – Big name in Perth, which was him, that came up at the exact time they uh, advertised the gig. It well, took they about one know, second. No, man, it's not going to pop up. On, like, these, these people going out to a fucking gig on a Friday night aren't also following every comedian and knowing who the fuck Dude, is getting No, out. it's just because it was in Perth News, and I'm like, oh, okay, it just, right. It, it just goes to show how dumb they are. Yeah. I knew immediately it's him. Or your impression was so bad it was completely unrecognizable. No, what they would have thought is, ah. I wonder who's here. <laughs> well, Borat, interesting article. And then they'd say, ah, I want to yell at someone and make them more like me. I hate getting upset. I hate getting, I hate, I hate it. I hate having my challenge. Oh, he's offended me. Have they, people don't even understand. Are you offended or are you just fucking dumb? Like, do you know what I mean? Did you just miss the irony of what people were doing? Because so often when someone's offended, I'm like, you just don't get irony. You don't know. You need like a laugh track. If we could have the three and a half men laugh track, they'd go, oh, get it. Ha! But they, they just go, what? That's fucking horrible. That's sick what you're doing. I, once I've fed my cats, I'm going to fucking report you. <laughs> well, I had this thought recently that it's uh, uh, like when I was – when I was younger, uh, and I couldn't, I guess, empathize with other people's perspectives, that horrible things that I thought were funny, I thought were funny because they were obviously ridiculous. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. something horribly misogynistic or racist yeah. or whatever. It is funny. It's funny, but because I, I think it's wrong. But then other people obviously have different perceptions and maybe they don't think it's wrong. And it's not as obvious to them that the reason you think it's funny is because it's wrong. Yeah, well, hundred percent. Like when you do that type of comedy, you do, you also speak to the wrong people yeah. that don't get the irony, and you're preaching to the converted people that actually take like it. Like seriously. everyone who's listening to this. <laughs> well, do you know what's funny? Because I went out on Friday, yeah. and there's a open micer there that arrived with a perm. He's got black hair, perm. He's crazy. He's a real character. Yeah. He arrives. I'm howling. I'm like, what? This guy. Like, he hasn't been pranked. He had a... F it was three and a half hours to get a perm. I'm like, this is the sort of shit they do to Nick Capper. I'm like, how the fuck is this guy doing it himself? Then he comes in and he's... For the first time, he's telling his bits. He's telling bits to the, me and he goes, Wolfie, listen to my new bit. And he goes, my sister 
my dad was babysitting for my sister and um, she comes back and he had drunk two bottles of wine. And then he goes, she, she yelled at him, why, why have you drunk two bottles of wine? And he goes, quit bullying me. And I was like, okay, so what's the bit? Like, uh, did he have another five bottles of wine in the recycling bin? Like, what, what's the tag? And he goes, it doesn't need a tag. That's the bit. And then I was like, <laughs> this is the worst bit I've ever heard, mate. This is fucked. It's fucking garbage bit. Are you joking? I said, what the fuck? Then he says, okay, well, listen to my new wood chopping bit. And he was like, so I was chopping wood. I'm chopping wood. This is the story. I'm chopping wood. For my dad, took me a few hours. I come inside. You'd think he'd give me a glass of water. He didn't. He didn't even <laughs> offer. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, what? Was he filling like the dog's bowl up with water? Is that the tagline? Like something? Is there some funny thing? He goes, no. He just wouldn't give it. It's a reasonable thing to do. But anyway, <laughs> so I'm telling this guy, I'm like, these jokes stink. I go, like, there's not even. It's not even a premise. And then. But then what happened? He's howling because he's never, he's loving that I'm burning him. I'm like, he's got this black perm. <laughs> so then what I did is I go like, come man, you've got to come around with me. And I started taking him around the bar and he was telling people these stories and I've never laughed so much in my entire <laughs> life because it reminded me, another mate got involved because we used, he was, I ran into him in the pub. We used to do it in primary school and it used to be that joke where it was a fake joke. Yeah, I was riding to the shops and then I realised my lunchbox isn't even yellow. And then we would howl <laughs> yes. and people would laugh and then when they started laughing, we laughed because we had tricked them with groupthink. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. With groupthink. Yeah. So this is what was happening in the pub. Him and I were howling because we wouldn't tag it up and we'd just go, how good is it? How good is the wood chopping bit? And they're sort of giggling, giggling and then they sort of peter out and go like, I don't... I don't really get it. And you're like, come on, the wood, the wood, no water. Do you know what I mean? And it was like, but there's such a funny, it actually ties into what I was saying before. In a group of eight, this thing was killing. Partly because me and the other guy hearing it were actually cry laughing, slapping the table because we knew that there's such a big build up and it peters off into fucking, I don't even know what he's talking about. I don't know what he's talking about. But is that bullying? Probably. And it's probably what you're saying. It's probably what you're saying with, um, do you know, is it offensive? It's, it's, it's shockingly offensive. The guy's probably got a learning disability. We're getting massive mileage out of this guy that's going to die of COVID. But it's not But it's not offensive in the problematic way because it's... Uh, it's it's genuinely offensive, but it doesn't appear offensive, so you can get away with it. You know what I mean? Oh, dude, this guy this guy came to me, and he's he's always trying to give out avocados. What, he comes what up to me. What do you mean? What do you mean? He's always trying to give out avocados. He, he lives at his parents' house. They got avocados, and he would go like, "Do you want do you want avocados?" And I'm like, "No, I don't want avocados." And then he would just come on, just grab three. They're beautiful avocados. <laughs> You would love this guy. You've got to get him over to on a tour. He's such a character. I actually love him. Like, I'm not being mean. He's one of the great characters. It's like if George Costanza <laughs> fucked Kramer, this is this guy, right? That's his personality. Yeah. He's a legend. But, dude, he's just crazy stuff. He'll say, my dad's dying of um, stage four this. And he goes... Because the second night he came back for more because he's messaging me going, one of the best nights I've ever had. God, I loved hanging out with you. I was like, is it mean-spirited? He seems to be loving it, so it's fine. <laughs> but then he, the next Wait, night he, he goes... Did he, do, did he do a spot at this thing? Nah, oh. nah, but his spots are the best, dude. They're just like... 
non sequitur stream of consciousness shit about avocados and I'm 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 a I'm a dog I'm a I'm a coconut I'm a dog I'm a dog I'm a dog woof 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 and I'm like it's hilarious <laughs> I howl in the background because it is m- the most insane act I've ever seen in my life it's probably my I tell the pros when they come I'm like whatever you do you have to see Jer- you have to see him he's he's the best like there's no one better and he actually I'm, it's not even mean spirit. He's probably one of the only comics that makes me laugh. Like, I actually laugh so hard yeah. at this guy. But, dude, this is the sort of um, not taking responsibility because he comes on Saturday. I've had the, the other vaccine, so I'm t- sick as a dog. And he's like, are you really sick? Are you sick, Wolfie? Because otherwise I have to avoid you because he's like, um, my dad's got stage four, this cancer or some shit. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, how? How's that on me, dude? You're out in the general public <laughs> and then you're doing what? Face-to-face surveys to see if they're sick. I'm like, if you're actually what you're saying is true, you're a sick motherfucker <laughs> to be out here knowing that there's COVID around and then getting angry with me because I sound like I've got sniffles. I'm like, so you can go and get sip three bourbons at a bar? I'm like, you dumb fuck. If you're what you're saying, don't get angry with me. I'm angry with you. You shouldn't have come out at all like... There's definitely going to be a fucking virus somewhere in this room. Do you know, maybe not COVID, but there's something. Yeah, like, don't yeah, come something. here, dude. He's sort of getting angry. No, I'm not fucking. If you're sick, I'm pissed off. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? We're around hundreds of people, fuckhead. Are you fucking mental? Do you know if, if, if he is out on life support or some shit, he's going back to the hospital straight after hanging out at a fucking comedy night near de- dejector, you know, like rejects. <laughs> Uh, comedians. Did you have any comedians staying with you at the moment? No, man. There's a, I don't know if you, all the borders are closed. Well, we're getting lots coming in. Amos is coming in. Rudy. Those are the two Perth comedians, if not. No, they're Adelaide comics. Ah, oh, I was Amos from Adelaide. I yeah. From Perth. I thought Rudy was from Perth as well. No, they're both Adelaide boys. Yeah, what other Adelaide comics are there? There's very few. James McCann. Oh, he's coming up soon. Yeah. He's one of the greats. Yeah. I actually saw a guy um, at the gig who used to be quite a good open micer with my mates. And they were like, oh, my mate does comedy. And they, they knew of me. And I was going, dude, why'd you quit? You're actually all right. And he said, James. He goes, undoubtedly one of the greatest comics um, that nothing had happened for. And he said he lives in his parents' garage with two kids. And he just realised, well, if that can happen to him, what fucking chance do I have? And quit immediately. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because he was like, that's the best act I've ever seen in my life. And if he can end up living, sleeping between his two uh, parents' SUVs in Adelaide Hills, he's like, I'm not going to – he said I went and did an air conditioning apprenticeship and just took took it for what it was. He goes, the fix is in. There's no point in even being in the industry. That was a smart move, yeah. He was smart. All right, well, tell me, uh, uh, so we can stop fucking talking about comedy – uh, did uh, did Sa- Sasha did Borat as as the character? He no, did he on- did Bruno. He, Bruno. Did he do Bruno? Yeah, really. <laughs> All three nights. That's uh, that's upsetting. Do you know how annoyed I was? Because I had, I was booked for the third night, but I had to do this corporate, and I think that's what made me even more annoyed. Because I said I want out of this fucking corporate, and I could have hung out with Rove and Sasha. Instead, I had to go to a fucking auditorium. And performed to these fuckheads that weren't laughing. And I get lit off after 10 minutes. Yeah. Because I'd already booked it in. Do you know what I mean? They said, come on, you can do another spot with Sasha. It's going to be good for you, Andrew. And I was like, ah, 
I've booked in a fucking, a fucking corporate man with these idiots. Can't get out. Yeah. And did Bruno talk to you afterwards and tell you that? No, messaged me and said that. He's yeah, a good guy. He's a very nice guy. Why have you been slagging him off in the pod? <laughs> oh, I won't say anything because this is on a, a recorded format. <laughs> you know it, man. You fucking say it. I won't say anything now because he messaged me. Hey, I've changed you, my Oh, yeah, now that he's your friend, you don't want to slag him off. The he's worst comedian you've ever seen. Dude, we've got, we've got previous podcasts. And people going, oh no! As soon as he oh, who knows? Jokes, he's very great guy. He's fucking. We've got it's in an episode. How did he he's go? He's a strong act. How did he go? Average. He's <laughs> alright. <laughs> Dude, who knows? We don't want to be bad mouthing people in the industry. Oh, I love what are you Helia. Fucking talking about you, backpedaling, spineless little cunt. I'm only joking. I'm playing it up. At the end of the day, it means nothing because. We're, we're, nothing's coming from me. No one's going to help me. They're not going to help me. I'm just looking at question everything now. Have you watched that show? Uh, what? Sorry. Question everything. No, what's question everything? Everyone's on it. Heggy's on it. Heggy's the best guest because he's so like uh, dry. Will doesn't know what to do. He'll oh, be like, that, yeah. Will 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 be like. So what do you think about that? And he's uh, Luke virtually goes. They should shut the fuck up. Do you know? And they say, what do you think of these uh, COVID deniers? Shut your mouth, cunts. Do you know what I mean? That's Luke Heggie's response. Is it called question everything? Is that what it is? Question everything with Will. Get your facts straight from us. Imagine hmm. the guy jacking his dick off with that wordplay. Get your facts straight from us. And they go, oh, you've got it, James, haven't you? James, you're yeah, a good writer. Do you know what it fucked us? Because Amos uh, was in pitching a show with Jim Jeffries and I was in it on money. Yeah. And guess why it got rejected? They said, we don't need any more panel shows because Will's got one out and it's absolutely fucking tanking. So we're not interested. <laughs> That's what they said. <laughs> it's absolutely fucking tanked and we don't think it's the right time to launch another panel show. I'm like, oh, fuck. Fucking terrific. I was potentially in there. Potentially. With Amos, I probably wouldn't have been in the panel, but one guest shot, that's better than anything I've had before. And no, Will's in there, urinated on the fucking clean snow, and it's fucked now. So the panel shows are done. Good, eh? Yeah. (laughs) Feeling dizzy? Having trouble staying on your feet? You might be inebriated you might have ingested a benzodiazepine, or you might have vertigo. Now available for men in their late 20s, vertigo, not just for women and old women. Are people complaining about um, too much comedy chat? What? The listeners. Yeah, it's boring. It's not boring. <laughs> it is boring. <laughs> People get excited idiot. about the the economic stuff. Oh yeah, only the only the there's only you've got a false survey, and this is what happens all the time, because you know when they go like, please fill out this survey and your thoughts on the product. The only person that does that is a nerd. So you're only sampling one percent of the population because most people go. 
People like Luke Heggie go, go fuck yourself. I'm not filling out a form. So the only person that actually does TripAdvisor or writes feedback and go, I want more finance. I want more finance. Is a boffin. Is a little nerd ball. And do you know what I mean? So then you're like, oh, we better lead towards that. And this is what happens with Australian TV. They get feedback and say, more quiz shows, more Will Anderson. I love it. Just, I'll, I'll come and watch it just once I fed my, more of my cats. Oh, but the real audience is out there. Sucking dicks, drinking booze on the fentanyl, <laughs> snorting fentanyl. You need fentanyl, dude. Seems to be the drug of choice at the moment. Did you see those? Did you see that comic uh, wiped out four of her mates, Kate Quigley? No. What do you mean? They went on a party. She hooked up the drugs because you know how Omar died as well. It must have been a bad batch of coke around on the weekend because Omar from uh, the Wire died from fentanyl. And Kate Quigley had a party in LA, similar place, and she wiped out four of her other comedian mates with the shit she brought. She's in a hospital in a coma now. Oh damn! So I think it was a bad fentanyl batch. Fentanyl-laced heroin. Yeah, I've had, I've had, I've had, I've had fentanyl. It doesn't, it doesn't work on me. I had it in, uh, in hospital. Who? Forget coke. It's time for us all to snort fentanyl. It looks like the move. Well, hey, yeah, people. Yeah, un- like unintentionally they are because they're cutting, they're cutting out the drugs with fentanyl. Because <laughs> you need very, very little of it. Anyway, hold on. Wait, I didn't. There was no survey. There was no survey. That's just people. Telling me feedback, firstly, but secondly, yeah. that's fine. Tell me about more of your fucking gigs. What other no, gigs have you done, Wolfie? What no, other what ideas on you. gigs have you? What other audience interactions have you had? Ooh. What Tell I'm me saying about to you. your audience times and the gigs. Oh, the giggies, all the little giggies. What I'm telling you is, it's, it's the sort of person that goes like, oh, you know, you no, know no. What no. They Tell need. me about your gigs. Who else? What other famous people have we been hanging out with? Imagine, imagine, imagine listening to a show. And then, then, and then thinking, oh, you know what they need? My fucking opinion. <laughs> they need my opinion mailed through. Yes, that's true. It's Wolfie, important right, to their Wolfie. creative process that they need. This guy who lived in a bubble and did whatever he wanted, <laughs> it's time that I give him my views. You're a shouty comic that likes to smile at your punchlines, are you? That's what you need to do, mate. I'm like, save your opinion for your own life, you fuckface. Don't you think? Yeah, Whatever. T- tell me, tell me more about your celebrity mates. Who else have you? Who else have you met recently? Dude, how's this? How's this for fentanyl? How's that not a crime? Whoever cut that is a, a serial killer. Yeah. yeah, but they won't even try and investigate it. But someone in Colombia, but they're trying to they're trying to fucking get those people all the time. Yeah, but they won't investigate for murder. It should be whoever did that cut. It should go <coughs> to jail for life. <coughs> Don't you think? Well, yeah, but I mean, you, like, at what point do you, in the process, is it stepped on? Like, they got, they got those are the, uh, those are the people that they're trying to put away for life, aren't they? Like, that's your, that's your cartel, that's cartel. So it's actually shit. the, so it's the dream crime, right? What you need to do is get fentanyl, and just start yeah. uh, cutting up coke and just wipe out assholes all around wherever your <laughs> suburb. You like, why break into their house and stab them? When you can just become a drug dealer and just start cutting in dog shit, rat poison into shit and just dish it out and say, nah, it's higher up. I think it's someone in Colombia. They're <laughs> fucked up. And they're like, dude, there's all this rat poison in your shed. You're like, I don't know what's going on with that shit. We've got a little rat problem down in the farm. Don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like you can basically be a mass murderer just by getting on the tail end of the drug distribution network if you wanted to just kill people. Yeah. Good idea. I mean, they are sending... I'm just taking a little look because they are sending a lot of these people to jail. 
Like they've got a lot of articles about people selling uh selling drugs cut with fentanyl, uh going to jail for killing people. There's a lot of them. Okay, so they do catch up with them, hey? Yeah, they do try and catch up with them. As a general oh, that's rule, good. I think most most of well, the What else what else can we talk about if these people because the China staff I haven't uh, the quantum money physics, I don't know what the fuck <laughs> Well, I mean, I tried talking to you about stuff. You didn't want to. You didn't really want to talk about any of it. You just want to tell and tell me about your friend Sasha. Dude, this is when uh, the pod's slowly losing energy. Right now, I can imagine someone on a run and going like, "I'm going to flip to the hard yarns." They've had big success. I guarantee you, no one's ever thought I'm going to flip to hard yarns. I'm flicking to the hardies. Do you know what? You know which pod's going well? Big natural talents. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we were, we're we we rank in the same fucking top no, ten. No, because they them. get you know what they do, which is good, is they get people to give gossip, which is the great trick, and that's what mug off does as well. You come in and they say, "Give us a mug off," and you're like, "Yeah, I fucking stole three point nine mil from National <laughs> Australia Bank," and they're like, "Tell us more." <laughs> it's one of the great apps. Do you know what I mean? And they basically take your two best stories, and that's the pot. Yeah. Josh Earl does it a bit. He's like, tell us some crazy stories. And you're like, should I not just keep this as stand-up material? Like, what am I doing? Why am I going on to big natural talents, telling them gossip that could be a stand-up show? And then, and then they're like, their ratings are fucking skyrocketing because you give them your festival show for free. And they're like, thanks for coming on. And you're like, oh, my pleasure anytime. Good to see you taking off like that. Hey, your ratings are through the fucking roof, hey? You got Will Anderson to talk about how he has a premature ejaculator. Yeah. Which, but why? You, so hold on. So how come you're messaging me getting angry that uh, that we're not getting enough downloads, but we're getting the same number of downloads as Big Natural Talents? But then you're going on the podcast saying, "Oh, they're doing great." Oh, which is it, cunt? I don't think I. I, I thought they're doing way better. No, it's the same. Oh well, that's good. But we, 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 we have to talk. What's this monetary policy? Let me look you it up. You haven't read anything. <laughs> monetary policy. <laughs> no, you know, you can't read about new money theory now and then fucking we can talk about that. That doesn't work. You had one little job. I said, oh, read this article. And you didn't do it. It's been uh, five no, weeks. No. You don't want to talk about China. So we talk Dude, about what your have fucking you been gigs. Do- Tell me about what your you gigs, been- Wolfie. What do you think what about comedy? What have you been comedy? doing your end then? Huh? What have you been doing your end? Been reading about new money theory. That's what I've been doing. Uh, <laughs> I just can't imagine an app on new money theory. Uh, what is this, talking about cryptocurrencies and stuff? No, it's nothing to do with cryptocurrency. I'm just thinking what would a new money theory, what the new, the new handling of money? <laughs> Okay, I want you to come up with what you think New Money Theory is about having apparently not even skimmed the first I haven't read any of it, so I assume it's like uh, <laughs> the evolution of money supply and the different stores of wealth and that there's a whole new, there, there's fucking stupid things where people record their sound into that, what's that, RPA, what were those things? It's, it's modern, modern Money Theory is what we're, uh, is what we're oh, talking no, about. I thought you said New Money. Modern no, you money said theory. New Money. It's Modern Money Theory. You keep you fucked you fucked it up. It's not new. It's modern money theory. Don't look it up. Tell no. Tell me what you think about it before you look it up, and then you can look it up. This is the new bit. It's you don't stop. 
Stop looking yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tell yeah, me not. what tell me what you think it is. I can tell you are. I can see your fucking eyes. Tell me what you think it is as a bit before you look it up. Oh, the more fundamental problem with it is that governments may have trouble you turning off the You are ruining it. This is such a funny idea. It's such a funny idea for you to try and, like, with no, uh, with nothing prepared, try and come up with what you think modern money theory yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, but I'm going to be pissed off if it's something like um, the free... If it's like what? Stop cheating. You've ruined the bit. The currency as a public money. I'm money. keeping this in the podcast. I'm ke- this is part of it. The currency monopoly is overly restricted. As well. I, it better not just be something like the free, the free floating of the currency, right? It better not be something basic like. Do you know what I mean? Is it just uh, uh, so? It's just a f- what? What's it about? The flow of money. <laughs> But I'm saying, like, what is that? I haven't been able to read any of it. I assume it's just something... You've been busy studying for your face ear exam. I haven't. (laughs) Which country used modern monetary theory? Oh, well, wait a second. So, it says monetary sovereign countries like it would spend tax, blah, 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 that they fully control are not open by revenues when it comes to the federal... So so what is it? It's basically you, you limitless spending. No, it's not limitless spending. How would you define it? And then I'll tell you if I really know the theory. It's an alter- on the basis. It's an alternative to uh, the perspective and view on national debt. Oh, it's what you spoke about before, right? Yes, it's what I spoke about before. About the idea that there's an illusion and you never actually have to pay anyone off. Basically, that there's no or more 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 reframing what national debt is in people's minds because it's inaccurate to think of it the same way you think of a household debt or a credit card debt or anything else because Australia controls its own currency. So there's no way you can bankrupt a country whose currency it controls. And then you brought up uh, the fucking uh, the World Bank, uh, which is responsible yeah. for the... Like some currencies of some yeah, small, yeah. some sh- some shit pot nations in some other in some other continents that don't control their own money. What about this for an idea? Better than that, yeah. Just all move into crypto and have no currency. Well, I think that like is the one idea. currency. I think that is the idea of crypto. Well, effectively, what I'm saying to you is, I haven't read this up, but I'm saying if they start discrediting of having sovereign states or different areas, then surely the the what they're eventually actually pushing for is. Just no, uh, no, no, free. no, they're not, they're not, they're not doing that. They're not doing no, but that I'm saying what, 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 what the idea should be that underlies the next step of that is the, uh, the free movement of money and, and not having a currency. There's just one. Well, yeah, that's everywhere. What, that's what, that's what crypto is for. That's what I'm saying. So crypto takes everything and it doesn't matter where you are. And then you, you just in, um, in Poland, it costs one Bitcoin and then everywhere else it costs, uh, you know, 10 or, you know what I mean? Just depending on where you're at. Yeah. Depends on the value of each area. And then it just moves freely. And then all these debts and intertwined shit just drops away. And it's uh, actually what I always talked about early on in the apps. The, the dropping of the borders would be the only way we could fix global warming. Because otherwise you're just like, why would you not produce smog? Because you get rich off it. And it just blows over <laughs> China's... Uh, Hong- <laughs> it blows over China's fence into Hong Kong. So who gives a fuck <laughs> as they cruise around in sports cars? They don't give a fuck because they don't pay any tax for any pollution. Did you see yesterday uh, 
uh, El Salvador passed a Bitcoin law, making Bitcoin uh, one of the legal tenders in uh, in El Salvador. Oh, really? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. These these Mickey Mouse currencies should just go straight into crypto, don't you think? Yeah. What is the what does the uh, what does El Salvador have if not? Well, I know crypto? I know like in Zimbabwe. What's their currency? So Zimbabwe, you eventually bail, right? They bailed. They're like it's U.S. dollars now. It's over. Oh, they gave oh, we up. We fucked up. Oh yeah, yeah El Salvador like, uses uh, the US dollar and has done since 2001. They all do it. They all basically go US once they're fucked. And then yeah. what I'm saying to you is that should have an adverse impact on the US, but it doesn't because they're meaningless and immaterial. I'm like, half these idiot countries should just not even have, they just use US. <laughs> I know why they changed it to the US dollar, by the way. It's because the one they had before was called the colon. <laughs> oh, the colon. Dude, how... <laughs> imagine, imagine that you like enter the world stage and everyone's like you're like guys we're here we're el salvador we're ready to party and we've got our own language and people are like yes it's great to meet you you're like we've got our own peoples they're like wow that's amazing and they're like, we've got our own money the shit coin and people oh, are like dude, it's so wait good. a minute Sorry, go back, go back, go back. What was what was it called? It's called the shit coin, and we've got the denominations like the cunt fart, the pussy twat, oh, and you're amazing. like, okay, we all speak another language, and these words are very funny. What's it actually called? Is it called the colon? So the you're, you're yelling in the street. I'm a colon there. I'm a colon there. <laughs> I am. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to show off a two bone horn. I'm a goddamn colon there. <laughs> so funny. Dude, they have such dumb ideas. Just every, like, native bird. You know when they've got, what's your na- your national animal? What's your national bird? What's your national plant? They all suck. Well, man, every Australia so- goes down to, like, the the states have a, yeah, your, your national flower. Like, what's the, st- the flower of the state? Like, who, who gives a fuck? Who fucking cares? And then always the songs are always like, Golly, all I. Oh, man. The anthem always sucks. And then the only time you ever see that native flower is under, you see like a kangaroo paw under your foot as you stand on it and crush it and then laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and go, hey, hey guys, here's the native fauna and flora. That's why the USSR was so good because their, uh, their anthem is fucking inspiring. You know what I mean? Like you, you, as you hear that, you hear that. Bam! Come through, dun, 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 dun. and you're like, "Yeah, I yeah, will yeah. die for my country. I will. I am a comrade. I will die for my brothers." Australia and New Zealand, awful. Hey, oh, dude. Oh my fucking god! Do you know, you know what the best one was? Um, Zuma in South Africa. You know, he had it, they had the South African one, la 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 la. And he, his song, which was Bring Me My Machine Gun, he used to sing that. <laughs> he used to sing that and they said, You've got to stop. Now that you're Prime Minister, can you stop singing Bring Me My Machine Gun? Where he'd sing, I've, I'm trying to find it, Bring Me My Machine Gun, please bring me my machine gun. He'd just sing that over and over and the crowd would clap, Bring him his machine gun. You're pulling me back. I'm trying to read it now, but it was basically him saying over and over, Bring me my machine gun. As in he's going to spray into these white fucking oppressors and fuck you up. And it's a true story. And he was told, look, and he goes, I'm not singing it anymore, but every rally would be at the front and the whole crowd like, get the guns. We're going to fuck these guns up. That's that so was funny. It's, nowhere, it's true. That's right. I'm, I'm looking at it. It's called uh, Umshini Wami. Nowhere in the song. The, the, 
No, nowhere in the song is the term machine gun used, but the reference is strong. The lyrics are, my machine, my machine, please bring my machine, my machine, my machine, please bring my machine. You're pulling me back, my machine, please bring so my can machine. Can you play and insert now the song? Dude, it's actually unbelievable, but like, I love those sort of things. That's, yeah, Bring Me My Machine Gun is very, very funny. Um, uh, yeah, well, you can read about modern money theory another time. We can talk about it. It's fine, whatever. Fuck you. Um, uh, man, I'm still, I'm, I'm just so stuck on this Xi Jinping thing, dude. Like, it's all I can think about. Like, the, no. the, the, the original idea of going after billionaires and like, uh, yeah. <laughs> perfect communist sense you know what i mean yeah yeah. of course like that's uh that's well it made no sense that they existed ever no so yeah it was I, it was outside of the ideology so just uh, whatever the, it's called theolo- theology yeah ideology that's right yeah but then yeah. to be going after people in such a tremendous way it's like i don't understand how people keep putting up with all this shit from China. I don't get it. They wow. have internment camps. They are just erasing the histories of people. More human rights abuses than are possibly imaginable. I don't I don't get and not only that, like dude, they had Mao Zedong, right? Which if yeah. like to put it as plainly as possible, it's just like Germany had Hitler. If you had yeah. the next like you had a, a season off and the guy after that came back and his yeah. name was Schmadolf Schmittler, you wouldn't be like, this This is fine. Like this I don't is, mind the sound of cool. the Schmadolf guy. He's all right. But I'll tell you one thing. <laughs> what, you, what you don't realise or you're discounting is that China is already vastly more powerful than everyone else. It's already out. It's done. The US cannot match China. They, who's going to stand up to them? I None get of, it. No one, no one has a bigger shotgun than these cunts. They win. I know. I get. Look, I get it from a uh, like a foreign policy standpoint. Uh, I can understand why uh, there's no one who can really stand up and go like, "Hey, can you stop putting people in concentration camps?" I get that. They're a very powerful country. Yeah. But internally, Xi Jinping has gone and done the exact he's doing the exact same thing that Mao Zedong did during the cultural revolution yeah again he's following the same fucking playbook there's posters with both of them on there and he's releasing them like at thumbs up like hey it's me and Mao brother like like, like dude yeah. what what the fuck where where do you think it's gonna end because it's only just got started they're gonna get much bigger China's oh, gonna next fifty years. Yeah, it's over. I think. I think G's G's cult of personality. He's only just starting to spin up. You know what I mean? Like he the like he's been setting everything up in terms of like censorship and like you're not allowed to say this, not allowed to say that. Like the internet, it's the the Chinese yeah. internet. He's been putting all these pieces in place, and now he's now he's cracking down. He's like this celebrity is too famous fucking get rid of him like that uh, alibaba guy too powerful yeah. get rid of him like that he is only just starting to fucking uh send the balls down the bowling alley it's great dude i love it it's like this is uh the final st- scenes of scarface you gotta love it 
It's great to be alive and see this happen. I love that people get hurt like this. It just keeps happening. Like, it keeps happening. Dude, dude this is like the fucking... Russia's doing the... Russia's done the same thing. Russia has gone Stalin, de-Stalinization, and then P- Putin. In the, in the same fucking way. Do you know what's strange about politics, though? I went to Dubai. It was incredible. I love Middle East, and I'd been told how bad it was. Mm. I reckon... China and Russia don't sound half bad to me. I'd like to live there rather than listening to this because I'm looking right now on a screen and it's question everything and there's a woman, oh, panel was, this is, and someone else complaining, oh, you've got a show called Question Everything and yet you belittle anyone who questions the recent actions of our government. Do you know what I mean? I'm just like, and you have harsh words to say about people. I'm like, who are these people? Hang them in a fucking bridge, dude. You don't exist. People like this don't exist in China. And they're annoying and they're taxing your heart. Do you hate what China's doing or do you love it? I'm like, storm the beaches, China. I'm going to run in with a, like, with, um, like, a lay and welcome to the beaches with traditional <laughs> meat pie. Come on in, meat pies for the soldier boys. I'm like, I've got some hookers ready for you. Welcome, boys. Welcome. And I'm like, and then I can point out neighbors that I want ex- executed. Get her. She complains on TripAdvisor. Fuck her up. Pin that guy, uh, Reinhardt, Reinhardt, what's going to happen to her? She's immediately gone. Do you know how good that is? <laughs> Who's writing an article? Oh, where's Gina Reinhardt? We're just like, all we know is there's a great new nightclub at the top of the hill <laughs> with pools and shit that the government's put on. Dude, gives a fuck. But, but what I don't understand, right, is like I, th- I think the consolidation of power is the same as the consolidation of wealth. So what you're talking about, like, like yeah, there shouldn't be any billionaires, of course, but there also shouldn't be any Xi Jinpings. Like, like Mao became obsessed after mm. the Great Leap Forward and it was a huge fuck-up and he killed, whoopsies, 30 million of our own people dead from, from hunger and famine. Sorry about that. Big mistake. Uh, but then he became obsessed with the idea of legacy and his whole thing yeah. was like, well, I don't want to be seen like uh, uh, after Stalin died and Russia de-Stalinized the entire country and fucking basically uh, flipped... 180 on everything and said no Stalin's bad they removed the mention of his name from like anthems and everything tore down his fucking statue Stalin 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 de-Stalinized it all Mao saw that and is like I do not want that to happen to me so I'm going to spend the next decade making it impossible for anyone to say anything negative about me it's exactly the same as amassing billions of dollars that you can never spend like oh dude 100% and it's, it's a bit like um yeah, you know, we said in the last ep of uh, like Andrew Forrest trying to build his legacy, you mm. know, like now he's a philanthropist, even though he's a scumbag, uh, dodgy man. Yeah. But, you know, and then you have those ideas of Robert Mugabe in Zimbabwe and he's squandered all this money. And what what was the point of it all? Like, he j- it doesn't make any, like, you know, he tried to fix his name, but there's a point of diminishing returns where I just don't understand that, need for power on that level like what what they're at, they're doing in china now like what are they trying to achieve like you said legacy so that he's remembered in a good way is it's just g want is like i'm i want to be eternalized for forever i want to be known as the but like mao would have been could have been eternalized if he wasn't wasn't such a fucking psychopath like what yeah. he, he brought com- communism to a country that didn't have it before helped fight off 
uh, a Japanese invasion and establish the People's Republic of China. And then he was like, now I need to go further. Like, I need to... Like, dude, yeah. you, were, you were there. You were sorted. You love it, dude. But I want to I see it. Like, I want to watch a fucking train crash. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Of course. You've I, been reading... I can feel like you've been reading a lot about this. I, dude, I have been stuck in a hole, man. Like, I, uh, I ran three gigs over the weekend. I didn't have to pay any attention to. I spent... Uh, a good seven hours reading about the Cultural Revolution and Xi Jinping. Dude, dude, this guy, right? Xi Who have you been talking? Have you spoken to Shane Hunter about this? Because I, this I is what I'm imagining. I, I cannot fucking wait to. I, I spoke to Angus Gordon. I spoke to Angus Gordon about it. He he loves it. This is his favorite this shit. This is what I imagine you talking to Angus Gordon. You think he loves it. He's got you on speaker in his house and you're just talking and he's walking around like eating something, wanders in and out. Do you know what I mean? He's brushing his teeth and you're in there like, get this, get this, get this. Yi Ying Ping Wong four five nine. And he's like, yeah, 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 go on, go on. Disgusting. Oh, didn't know that. And then he walks out, gets the post. He is worse than me, dude. He's recommending me books. He's like, he, he knows the names of people. I'm like, I I didn't even know how to pronounce that when I read it. Like, this is fucking crazy. He's so smart, Angus. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. He's well-read. It's always annoying. James, James, him, him are well-read. He's so into the Chinese communism thing, man. He's, he's a fucking, oh, he's a hornbag for it. Absolutely How funny, so like, because there's so many comics that aren't well read but still have opinions. But I'm saying like, James McCann and um, Angus are actually well read guys. So it's mm. it's like their premises backed up with research. So yeah. it's scary because if I sometimes talk like I'm talking to you now, I don't know what what we're talking about. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm out of my depth. <laughs> And suddenly Angus trusts, oh, Wolf must know. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, Jing Jing Ping, Jing Jing Ping, monetary theory. And you see him going like, does he know what's going on? It sort of reminds me of when you're at work and someone talks about the footy and you're like, yeah, I reckon Kennedy's in for a good game. And they're like, who's Kennedy? And you're like, oh, I thought there must be some Kennedy somewhere. <laughs> There's no Kennedy. And you're like, you're telling me in the whole of AFL there's no one with middle name Kennedy, last name Kennedy. And they're like, what are you talking about? We're talking about the Freo Dockers. And you're like, yeah, Kennedy's going to have a great game. And they're like, what? You fuckhead. Dude, have you? What are we going to do? What else? Talk more about China. I was going to say, man, Xi Jinping is fucking, he is great, dude. Because he, his, his dad, right, Part of the Communist Party uh, back in the day. Mm. Mao Zedong purges him, right? He's like, nah, get this cunt out. Uh, I don't think he was super high up in the Communist Party, so it would have just yeah. been like, uh, like this guy is vaguely aligned with someone I don't like. Like, yeah. get rid of him. Like, heads will roll sort of thing. So his mum has to denounce her husband, uh, Xi's father, uh, in front of everybody. He... Xi gets sent to the countryside, which is this big thing that Mao Zedong did, right? This dude, this this is the fucking forty chess that Mao Zedong played is so incredible, right? So, uh, with the Cultural Revolution, to uh, to get what he wanted, uh, and to to just fucking just establish reestablish his legacy, yeah, he gets all these students riled up. Right, and he he uh, he releases uh, this like this thing saying, uh, what "Was it um, 
Gender's not real. Bombard gender's not real. Bombard yeah, the head, bombard the headquarters, right? He yeah. wants people to bombard the headquarters. And he starts convincing he starts convincing students at colleges and middle schools to start uh, like attacking and humiliating their professors. So yeah. you've got these students who are suddenly like, and it's, it's like proper public humiliation stuff, like bringing their professors up and like making them wear like dunce caps. And then this like- This is amazing. I love this. And beating them and doing all this stuff. But anyway, so that's like, that's like the start. They all, they, they join, they become uh, uh, the, the red guard. Uh, and there's millions, so you've got millions of these like disenfranchised, uh, youth who have become ultra yeah. left, ultra leftist, like just nut jobs, like ransacking homes, like anyone who they can paint as being uh, a rightist or uh, not uh, not practicing Mao Zedong thought or whatever. They attack, they kill, they 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 take their stuff, they what they just ruin their lives. But eventually, once all that stuff is done, now Mao is left there with like millions of people who are like are angry like they're angry yeah. and they no longer have the enemy anymore so what does mal do he sends them he sends all these little fucking militia cunts that he's created uh, out to the country in this thing called down to the countryside uh, including xi jinping he basically exiles all these people so all of these little fucking rodents have to go into like the chinese countryside where they continue to spread this propaganda and they cannot like they, they cannot form militia and come together and be a power in themselves and yeah. like 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 rebel against mao he like spreads this so Maoism throughout the country and completely neuters them all at the same time. So fucking clever. Xi's one of these guys. Yeah, they're outside of circulation. So yeah. They're sort of isolated. Dude, completely isolated. Xi Jinping. <laughs> so clever, man. Xi Jinping is sent. He lives out in a fucking cave, right? He lives <laughs> in a cave near a village. <laughs> Right? And he starts like working his way uh, into the Communist Party again. Uh, he like becomes the secretary for someone, and like he just like weasels his way up. I don't know how the fuck he. Like, I've I've read through like some of his bio, and I, I could not figure out how he did it. He weasels his way in, like at every step of the way. It's like Xi Jinping is one of the least popular members of this group of people. <laughs> like he's. Like, how do they do it? I don't know. No, no one no, because, likes him. No one fucking cares about him. And then suddenly he's running the country. And he's Dude, there's so many stories like that. Do you know what I mean? Where they start off as a goat herder. And you're like, but how <laughs> How did they convince someone when they just had one goat to go like, yeah, invest in me. Eh? It's going to be good. Do you know what I mean? Like, how do you build from that? Dude, that is what I was thinking. That is what I was thinking earlier, right? Is like, man, you could do anything. Like, imagine... This is what a hundred a hundred years ago. A hundred years ago, you got someone like Joe. That's what Joe Rogan is. Joe Rogan mm. is a guy in a village who everyone likes. Yeah. And after after three weeks of yelling on his soapbox, he's got four hundred thousand people who are like, "Yeah, we'll march. Like we'll march the six months to Beijing to help you overthrow the imperialists." And it's just like this the same guy. It's the oh, fucking dude, alpha totally. brain guy who's like. Yeah, come on, man. We're, we're doing it. We're going to go. We're taking the capital. Rogan could pivot. All of them could. Like, he could turn that into something so much more if he just turned nasty now. 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And st- no, he started slinging his weight politically. Like at the moment, he's very much, I'm a moron, I don't know what I'm doing. But he could use his influence more. Like, I don't know why. He's actually good. He must be a nice guy. I'd start to influence shit. Don't you think? Yeah, man. When you start influencing shit and go like, yeah, maybe I'm not a dumb guy. Go all go out and fucking humiliate your, your teachers right now. Do you know what I mean? Like, recreate the model. Dude, I'm fucking, I have to go soon. I got to go run a gig in a second as well. I just love the idea that a hundred years ago, like you... You could have, you could have led a revolution, Wolfie. You could have been the guy up the front. Yeah, what you screaming. don't understand is I still can and I will. <laughs> you don't know what everything's possible. All you need is money. Then you got power. Then once you got power, you can start making shit happen. This is why I, I've tried to risk it all and not just have a, my shitty house. You just need to get a little bit of momentum, and then slowly you can change the story and the narrative. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And then before you know it, you can go, bring me my machine gun. Bring me my machine gun. <laughs> bring me my machine gun. You know what? I think he made bullet sound. <laughs> bring me my machine gun. Dude, that guy's, he's in jail now. He's, he's in jail. Suma, the ex-president of um, Prime Minister, President, whatever, in South Africa. Yeah, they were rioting because of that, weren't they? But uh, well, he, he failed to attend the court case. Yeah, and did he? Did they take him to jail, or is he still out and about? I don't know if he's still out, but it's a bit like that curtain twitcher that you've got. Fails to attend. That's done, by be- the way. That's all wrapped up. What was the final story, man? We'll fi- finish on that. She and then do the paid me my money. Did she really? Yep. I messaged and said, hey, like, this is, this is it. Serious like, now? Tomorrow, I was like, well, like, we're past it. Obviously, it's serious. But I'm like, hey, uh, like, here's what happens if you do not, uh, if you don't pay the money, um, uh, it is done. Do you realize she killed you? What do you because mean? Because imagine if she knew this. Okay, he's being a prick about it. I'm going to make him jump through eight hoops. And she had the money the whole time in the account. You're emailing, escalating. And she was just like dragging her heels, just being annoying. Do you know, I suppose she had to pay interest. But yeah. she thought, oh, no, I'll make him have to drive in his, uh, his little convertible. We have to go down, do <laughs> some forms. And she's laughing when you message and go like, you're in trouble, girl. And she had the money the whole time and just thought, let me jump, see the little poodle jump through eight hoops before I give it to him. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, Did she actually have the win? Annoying. I agree. Did she have the win? She might in many ways have won this if her plan was always to pay and then just thought, let's make it as difficult as possible for this cunt. But her plan was never to pay. Her plan was like, uh, the only way to get her to pay was to, was to do this. Otherwise yeah, yeah, she just yeah, never yeah. pays. Yeah, you are right. Look, it's all fair in loving it. At least you got the money back, hey? Dude, yeah. what are the... Picks of the week. This episode, the, the ratings have dropped. We need hot natural talents. Uh, what, what, we need some gossip. Um, Will Anderson's got an erectile dysfunction. <laughs> how, I've seen uh, it, dude. You can see I... it through his jeans. He smokes too much weed. His dick curls off to the left. How are the stocks today, Wolfie? I've been following... Oh, dude, well, the thing... The thing don't say the thing is again. Don't you fucking No, we've, you know which one I'm, I'm keen on now? So his ear's going all right, but it's just taking a bit of time. Um, the one that was been interesting is AMX. I like. That's been going up. A3D. I loved. And I have been actually going into that, but I haven't bothered. 
from about 11 cents. It's 17 now. The, Sorry, the what, 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 what are we looking at? A3D. A3D. What do A3D do? 3D printers. Oh, 3D printers. I was in there a long time ago, but Budge, this guy called Budge used to run it. And he was yeah. this fat man that used to ring up. You could hear the sweat on his brow when he spoke to you. And um, <laughs> he promised it had shot through the roof early on. And he goes, we got contracts. It's going to be commercial. He eventually, um, he eventually ran it into the toilet. Um, it was good, though, because he had got a mortgage on it and he had to sell his stock at seven cents, I think, to keep his family home. So oh, he's yeah. gone now. Yeah. But it's two years on. But the, the actual technology is amazing. I was trading it a bit. But then I got out, started getting out because I suddenly realised, oh, dude, they've got like a million bucks and they haven't had a cap raising since September last year. I'm like, why is there so much interest suddenly in the last week? So I've sort of, I'm waiting for that cap raising to go and then I'll get into it heavy. It's a fucking good trade. Yeah. Potentially. And then the other one is that aerial photography, AMX, which I quite like now. Then you've got WGO, which... uh, Wait, error, 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 error metrics. Error metrics, that's, um, uh, that sounds a lot like the play from Wolf of Wall Street where they're talking about the radar guys. Yeah, it is. Action. That's right. It's actually the, the same business. What was that one called? Arrow? Arrow? Fuck, I can't remember. But yeah, I remember like Aerodyne and he's calling up and he's like, he's, he's two, two brothers out in Minnesota developing radar technology and it goes, shows a shot of the house and it's just a fucking shed. This is the one, but it's, it had a good run many a long time back. Yeah. Um, like a year or so ago, but it's fallen to different grace, but the numbers coming out now look pretty good and they're pretty, it's a, a slow grinder up like HZR. Nova's obviously bounced back from absolute obliteration, but it still looks like shit. WGO is one of the biggest fuck stocks ever because I took a big position myself at like 26 and then it's just the drilling delays, delays. I'm just, I just want it taken over so I don't have to look at it ever again. Oh, it's man, fucked. it's back to 20, 20 and a half cents. Oh, mate, I think just I got, it, I got it at 21.5 again, maybe. Well, that's fine, man, but like the, the so thing annoying. was... So annoying. Hayes is great, dude. Hayes is, Hayes is all right. Hayes has been... Uh, uh, I'm up ten percent ish on Hazer and have been for a well, while. Well, Hazer's good too, but the, the problem is, I I was in there and then they said the update was very vague, more delays it's till next year, and then it dropped to eighty. So I was like, ah, oh, I don't want to hold it at the moment, even though I love it. Mm. I think it'll get to seven bucks, but um, and then Miso was f- fucking obliterated, hey, but it's bounced back a bit. Which yeah, Miso is uh, not looking. Well, I think it was finally realising, like, how far away they were from revenue. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you swing the bat five times, who knew statistically that you could miss every ball? I I, I wouldn't have thought that was possible. But they managed to do it. So, good. Congratulations. And then you got Burrow. (laughs) Burrow. Burrow just sits there. The whole trade for Burrow was a FOMO trade. Like, you're in. It trades into the drill. Then you reduce about 80% out and keep 20 just in case the Hail Mary comes off. So you make mm. another double. Yeah. But the cap raising fucked it. And then since then, uh, no one will touch it with a fucking stick. Hey, I mm. don't know why. It, it, because basically if this Raphael hits, it um, it will go, yeah, it's, it, it's going to be insane. Do you know what I mean? It'll go to a dollar. So we'll have to see. What's Burrow waiting on? Um, Raphael, they're drilling it at the moment. Right. 
right, right. Do you know right. the one that I've, the one that I've looked at that's not even for clients, but um, let me find it. Yeah, tell me. The Netflix of Games Nights. The what? It's Steve Harvey's linked up with it. It's GameStar, and it's um, it's basically they've got Family Feud, all those others, and it's effectively like. Board games becoming, do you know what I mean? Like tech-based, so you just use it on your phone and, you know, and it's sort of interactive. You can do the prices right, deal or no deal. I mean, I don't think it's a great business, but it was just something I was reading about. Where, where, what, where, what is this? What, where is it? I want to find more. It's the cap raising they're doing. And what, it's called GameStar. Yeah, type in GameStar. I got that through a comedian. So One it's word? <laughs> it's just something I wanted to talk about. One word? <laughs> yeah. GameStar. Ga- Ga- no, not GameStar mecha- mechanic. Type in Steve Harvey GameStar. Steve Harvey Invest. Q&A. Oh, no, this is, um, this looks real fucking dirty, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm just raising it for fun. Oh, no, there's, I've got a Vimeo from uh, October 2020. No, no, they've got, they've got, they're trying to raise 10 mil for yeah. initial steps for a US listing. That's what, that's what I'm, yeah, that's what I'm looking at. I'm looking at, I'm looking at uh, Steve Harvey. There's a, vi- a 14 second Vimeo of him promoting GameStar from 2020. And then there's another thing more recently. And it's Steve Harvey on investing and NFT. So he's talking about non fungible tokens oh! and cryptocurrencies. This GameStar thing is fucked, dude. Did you know, you know the one that we've missed that we never spoke of? KNI, meme stock. Holy shit. What KNI. Dude, this Kunico? is like what? Kuniko? Yeah, yeah. This went off. Fuck, it was good. You've never seen anything like it. Twenty cent listing went to three eighty, a three sixty within a few days. Why? Can you see it? What do they do? Absolute bullshit. They just got on Reddit. People went mental. It was running <laughs> up. It was basically it, it, twenty cents to three dollars, and then I bought. For my own, I would never have put clients in. I bought it two forty, and then on the weekend, I was like, "What the fuck is this? They haven't even drilled yet. I'm not doing this. I only had like five grand in, and it was <laughs> then went into a trading halt for them. Please explain what the fuck's going on with your price. It makes no sense. But Monday, I wake up, I'm, I exit. I exit having lost like five percent, ten percent. I was like, just get the fuck out. It then rebounded back up. It got to three twenty again. I could have made money, and then <laughs> peed it off. Into the toilet now and it's sort of all over. But it just goes to show how powerful these um, meme stonks are, these stocks are, where the people yeah. are fucking pushing it. Like there was no – there is something there potentially. It's linked to another company that's done well. But it was like they haven't even spun the drill bit yet. Yeah. There was no reason. Reinhardt's linked up with it as well, the little shit. She must have made so much money. What the fuck, man? What is this fucking this game stuff thing? Let Steve Harvey host your next family game night. The social experience of game night with the convenience of Netflix and the magic of all. This is an app for Steve Harvey to fucking play Family Feud in your house. This no, is no, the no. dumbest fucking shit I've ever seen. And it's got a 35-page fucking prospectus on it, all in the all in the wrong sized font. Fuck you, Todd Young, you idiot. Dude, you know what the thing is as well? It's got, um, no, but I actually like that idea because I always said, you know, when you go on a holiday and you're like, um, 
you get those shitty board games. There's no dice. I was like, why? Do, why isn't everything just on your phone now? Where you just all interlink, yeah. And then it's you can just play the games on the screen on the phone. Do you know what I mean? It's all interactive. Like the thought of having to f- who's fucking taking the money? Where's the dice? Someone's rolled under the couch. But it's probably not going to make a lot of money. But I just brought it up as a funny idea. I tell you why this is going to fail because no one, put- will, no one subs- subscribe. Oh, they're gonna it's going to fail because they're pushing an acronym. And the acronym is Social Games On Demand or SCOD. <laughs> and I don't oh, think no. people are getting on board with SCOD. The in, oh, my God. And who's Holy no fuck. In, in, in hand, we got Jeopardy, Seen It, Family Feud, Marvel, <laughs> film, yeah. and in the pipeline, ITV, Warner Brothers, Hasbro, Disney. What the fuck are you talking about? And the compa- this is my it's my favorite thing that companies do when they fucking list is this is the same it's the same with that fucking uh, strategic element. They're yeah. like batteries are a four trillion dollar industry. If we can get even one percent oh, of the yeah. market with well, GameStar, we're playing the the right game. Netflix. The content cost three million dollars per hour. GameStuff just three hundred thousand dollars per title. The Netflix with billions of dollars a year. If we could get even a teensy bit. Oh, dude, I love. I do like those ones where they go. Yeah, it's the standard promo. They just go. Do you know how big the pet food industry is? Like you know, they're just selling <laughs> yeah, like yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. nail clippers, and they're like, "Do you know how many dogs there are in the world? <laughs> one trillion dogs, one billion dollars. Power food." If and they're like, the, "If every single one of these dogs had a pair of our shoes, then we would make yeah. uh, we would be quant- the first quantillionaires in the world." <laughs> and it's like someone listing a mobile dog wash, and you go, "Mobile dog wash." They've got one Ute, and they go like. Do you know how many dogs need to get washed on a daily basis? One billion dogs. And if we just charge $5 each, say, okay, say, just for argument's sake, some people like washing their dog, so we only do half of these. We are worth a trillion dollars. I'm retiring today. You invest today and you get a free uh, dog whistle. A Mongolian dog whistle thrown in. Dude, we better go. We're winding up on that. Please like and share the podcast. Let your friends know. Like and review it. Uh, Patreon.com. Please like and review the podcast, guys. We need your feedback. We need more feedback. Sure thing. Let us know what your thoughts and things we can improve. More finance chat hat, perhaps. Sure thing. Money. Also, it's not man. It's not the. It's not the listeners. I'm just. Ever. I'm just bored of hearing you talk about the gigs you were at backstage. Oh, dude, I had a terrific gig on the Monday. All right, goodbye. Beautiful. I had corn chips before. I'm gonna go to the gig. I'm gonna go to my gig actually. Cheers, man. Bye. (laughs) Tell me about the gig. Bye. Leveraging your home, margin personal loans, hedged by put contracts, holding 50 overexposed bad positions, looming threat of liquidation. Everybody wants to
Shut up.